0: Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you seize the day. My guest this week is Joshua Gamilla and he is an entrepreneur working on a few different passion projects at the moment, including his own gourmet cookie bakery and coffee company. I am excited to share his work with you all. So without further ado, let's get started with this episode featuring Joshua Gamilla.
1: So my name is Josh Camilla. I'm twenty years old. Um, I actually live in Ontario, Canada. Um, a little bit about myself is that um, I am, I guess you would say, a young entrepreneur. Um, it kind of started back in, I would say, like twenty sixteen. After like during, sure, not twenty sixteen. Sorry, more so twenty nineteen. With my apologies, um, kind of on the start of COVID, actually, um, where I kind of got did my foot more so into the entrepreneurship, starting up with a nonprofit. Um and helping build that business and then moved away from that and actually started to do some stuff I also have a bigger passion for, which is more so in the hospitality and food industries and kind of turning my passion projects into brands and memories and experiences for others.
0: That is a great introduction. And I would love to know more about these companies that you're working to develop now. Can you tell me a little bit more about each of these different companies you're working on and kind of how they came about? I'd love to know more about the stories of each of them.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, I would say a lot of my, I guess, companies or I like to call them passion projects because the whole idea of them is not for them to make money for myself. Um, it all started with something I just have a passion for, um, and then turning to something, um, I want to do. So, I guess we could start off with um our sugar and crumb sweet house. So that is a business that I started. It started more so of not doing just a full like baked goods. It actually started with doing food. It was actually a different name, um, but it used to be food and stuff. But and this is when I was starting to get into school for culinary management, um, and then I really found a passion more so for the baking aspect, and I really want to turn that into something that I would want to do more so my future. So, after doing extensive research and developing recipes, Crumb Sweet House has now just become a sweet shop that sells a lot of gourmet cookies. And a lot of the flavors are inspired from around the world flavors and childhood favorite snacks that kind of hits our clients and consumers with a wave of nostalgia. So a lot, I would like to say a lot of our brands are based off emotions. So for sure, when it comes to Sugar and Crumb Sweethouse, it is based off nostalgia. So like our flavors, like our Cinnamon Toast Crunch cookies, which is inspired by my favorite cereal of all times, the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Um, being a Filipino, I got some flavors from our, from my culture, which is like ube, which is a purple yam that gets cooked down. Turning that into a cookie was a fun time. Like, A lot of the cookies are inspired from a lot of childhood favorite snacks and a lot of flavors that being in, in Canada, we are a very multicultural area where I like to kind of share a lot of the different cultures, cuisines and flavor profiles.
0: I love that idea of bringing different cultures into your cookies and creating a nostalgic experience for people. I also really like that label of passion project rather than company because you're doing this work out of passion rather than making money. So thank you for explaining that. So tell me more about what you're hoping to do with these passion projects in the future. Are you planning on developing them further?
1: Yeah. So one of them is that... So. With Sugar and Crumbs, the idea is to open up a storefront, a, maybe a little bakery and cafe, um, something like that, where we can really be more involved in the community. Um, I am very much, i trying to get involved in the community as much as I can. So we really want to stay within the community. Um, So I live in Pickering, I would love to stay within the Pickering area and build like a small little shop for people to come in, be very personal with the guests. Another thing that we want to do is that another emotion for us is happiness. So we are about our dopamine levels. So we've created a brand called Dopamine Coffee Company, which is basically a coffee company that's been, that roasts um, all our beans in Pickering, um, just because caffeine helps with bring up the dopamine levels. So we call it Dopamine Coffee, just because, again, a lot of the emotions that we feel is happiness. Something we want to spread joy is positivity and happiness and really help people raise those dopamine levels in them. So we kind of started that as well as a second passion project. Um, so it is really right now, this is the year with me and my team trying to develop the brands and get more brand, our brand name out there. So we are able to like be more involved in the community.
0: That's exciting. And thank you for sharing that. So a little bit of a cliche question next for you, but do you have any words of wisdom or quotes that have really stuck with you and motivated you throughout this process to develop your projects? Does anything like that come to mind for you?
1: For me, it is more so of that old thing of carpe diem, seizing the day and seizing the moment. I am very big on that kind of statement, just because you never know where life is going to take you. Um, again, the reason I call these passion projects because it's not built for me to make money or for me to be so successful in the future. It is something that I just love to do. And in carpe diem, we seize the moment and I'm seizing the moment by doing what I love.
0: I think that's great advice and it's a great motivator to keep in mind. So as far as your passion projects, it's clear to me that you've put so much love and time and effort into developing them over the years. Can you give me an idea of how the scope of your projects has changed since you first got started to where you're at with these projects now? How many people have been able to eat your cookies and enjoy your products?
1: Yeah, for sure. So, it does take a substantial amount of work. Um, it is, again, the reason it is something I really want to do, because it is a passion project for me. It's something that I I love to do. Obviously, it does take a majority of my time, and when I'm not working on my full-time job, this is something I'm working on at all times. So, it really started in 2020 of COVID, when I was going to culinary school. It was all home-based, um, and I was just kind of making food outside of my house um just to sell for extra money just because we were laid off because of work. Um and I used to do stuff like donuts and cookies and I did some um some hot food as well. Um and I had a lot of orders when it came to the cookies and desserts area. So I decided to specialize in that. So in like 2021, it was more so for friends and family. And then my name kind of just got out there. I started promoting it like where I worked at my um I worked in a restaurant at the time. Um, I still work in restaurants, but the restaurant I worked at, they let me kind of promote it to the people I would serve, so which was really nice of them. Um, so I very, I really appreciate all the support they gave me in that sense. But it is really just kind of building that community and really networking and reaching out to people that really helps you to begin with. So being in the restaurant industry, it was very lucky for me that I knew people who were able to kind of give me advice on when it comes to like stuff like food costs, go into culinary management, gave me the insights I needed to i needed to start a business so it was really so much on that Um, again it is a lot of learning and a lot of research so stuff like what to do when you're baking from home how do you get food safe how are you going to reach out Um, a lot of it is building an online presence as well as a home-based shop and online shop it is really trying to get that name out there online so i use instagram a lot and I even have my own marketing manager who helps me with developing some pictures now. So I just recently hired her and she'll be helping me with a lot of the pictures. Um, but if you are like for people who want to do this on their own, I do recommend that we just take it slow, build a connection, know what you want your brand to be, uh, know the story of a brand and kind of just network and connect with people. Uh, I, I do believe that a lot of successful businesses become successful because they connect with the community. They connect with their customers. They don't just see them as customers, but they do see them as you know, people who support them and support the projects.
0: I think that's great advice. And now I'm going to ask you to share a little bit more advice. But lots of young people want to create change, but they may not know how to get started with that work. Do you have any advice for those people who may be listening?
1: Yeah. So I would say my first ever passion project was definitely my not for profit. It was called the tree of justice. What we did was we helped inspire youth leaders in our community and helped develop them as leaders in their community. So we did different, um, I guess you would say initiatives. So we did like during COVID, we reached out to over 500, um, Ontario people in Ontario and gave them, um, care packages, did stuff for the homeless. We did stuff, um, for period poverty. Um, and what really helped me with that certain project was definitely the guidance and asking for help. I know one of the biggest thing is people don't kind of want to go in on their own, but when it comes to starting like, their own passion project, it definitely is worth asking for help. So I met someone in a restaurant I used to work at who helped develop not-for-profits, who helped register them federally, then all the paperwork for them. And I asked him for help on what I can do and the proper steps to start a non-for-profit and he helped me tremendously he helped me get registered he helped he kind of taught me what i needed to know going forward so a lot of the stuff i learned from him i kind of brought with me when i started sugar and crumb sweet house when i started dopamine coffee so like a lot of the stuff that i learned previously was from a teacher from someone who guided me with it
0: I really enjoyed talking with Joshua because I think his story is pretty different from many of the other stories I've shared on this podcast. My biggest takeaway from this conversation was when Joshua talked about how his passion projects are his way of seizing the day. Joshua is making the most out of each day by cooking, baking and developing his projects because those are the activities that he is passionate about and that bring him joy. I think we can all keep Joshua's story and his passion projects in mind because change comes when you seize the day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and you can find Joshua on Instagram at Joshua underscore Gamilla to get connected with him. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode. But until then, be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys.